Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Contact Buzz, brought to you by High On Sports. This is take five for the Contact Buzz, and what this is is a weekly preview show of the biggest college and pro football games over the weekend. My name's Willie. I'm one of the hosts of the High On Sports podcast, and I'm just here to preview a few of the games and give you my prediction of who I think is going to win the games. Um, I'll analyze a little bit of the games and then gives you some more picks uh, so you can take my advice and bet on them or not i've got a pretty decent record though so if you uh don't blame me if you lose but share share with me if you win all right let's get on to this week's college football game okay the first game i'm going to be talking about today is in the sec um yes i live in the south i'm from nashville so i am talking i talk a lot of sec football i do go outside the sec though but this first game uh kind of near and dear to my heart since i'm uh went to tennessee um it's the kentucky wildcats versus the tennessee volunteers this game is going to be at 2 30 central time uh on the sec network Right now, the Wildcats, uh, as of Friday, the Wildcats are five-and-a-half-point favorites, and the over-under is 41. This game is going to be played in Neyland Stadium in Knoxville, um, a place that Kentucky has not won in 16 straight tries, so 32 years since it's uh, since Kentucky's had a win in Neyland Stadium. Uh, but this year, the Wildcats come in ranked. They're uh, number 12 in the college football playoff poll. So um, Tennessee hasn't seen a Kentucky team this good in a long time. Um, usually it's Tennessee that's number 12 and Kentucky's unranked. But now uh, things have gone the other way. So Kentucky is a good team, though. Uh, Mark Stoops is, has done a good job. And kudos to Kentucky for staying with him. I know a lot of people – you know, want a coaching change after about four or five years if they haven't done much. But uh, he's held his course. He's done. He's recruited pretty good. And uh, it's paying off for him right now. So it looks like he's going to be sticking around for a while. Good guy. Good coach. That's Bob Stoops' brother, uh, one of the Stoops boys. There's, I think all of them coach. I think there's five, four or five of them total. Um, and all of them coach college football or some kind of football I think Bob's retired right now and not doing anything. But uh, but anyway, back to Mark. Um, he's a really good coach, down-to-earth guy. Um, I like him as far as SEC coaches go. There's a few of them that I don't like, I can't stand. I'm not a big Kentucky fan, but I do like Mark Stoops, and he has done a good job. So I expect to see him there for a long time unless he gets another job that's better than Kentucky, which could happen. Uh, you you – you uh, finish in the top 10, top 15 in the country in an SEC school, and that gives you uh, a lot of better job offers. And there are some better job offers out there than Kentucky. Um, Kentucky comes in as one of the better rushing teams in the SEC. Um, Benny Snell Jr. Uh, is a beast in the backfield. Um, he is <clears> – <throat> excuse me. He leads the SEC with 1,008 yards. Um Great running back, runs angry. He's a hard runner. I mean, he is hard to bring down. That scares me because Tennessee uh, having their issues on on defense, stopping the run. Tennessee's defense has played pretty good um, of late, um, <clears throat> but they, you know, it's just that it's just one of those seasons for Tennessee. Um, 
you know, I, I hope they win. They still have that mystique. The only thing they have Tennessee's got going for them in my in my mind, Kentucky had a chance to win the SEC East last week against Georgia. They played Georgia in Lexington. Um, they had a chance to win the East for the very first time and make it to Atlanta for the very first time and represent the East. Um, that came up woefully short against the Bulldogs last week. Uh, Georgia doubled them up 34-17 to in Lexington. So if they come in a little deflated and, you know, they're saying, ah, oh, it's just Tennessee, Tennessee's 4-5, and five. you know, they're – they're not that good. We should be able to run over them. And that's, you know, that 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 could get them beat. So if they if they come in with that kind of attitude, then in Tennessee can win. If they come in and say, like, you know what, we've got a chance to win some games. We can win double digits if we win out because uh, right now they're 7-2. and two. And if they win out, they'll be 10-2 and two, uh, with a chance for an 11th win um, if, if they win their bowl game. So – and they'd go to a pretty good bowl game being 10 and 2. So, you know, they got a lot to play for, especially in their minds. So, you know, if they come in with that attitude, then I think Tennessee's in trouble. Um, who knows? Tennessee, though, came coming off of a kind of a, a win, but it was a disappointing win over uh, Charlotte. Uh, the defense played pretty well. Again, it's Charlotte, a Conference USA team. It was their homecoming game, though. So, I mean, it wasn't like they were. Scheduled this one a long ways out. I mean, it was – you're supposed to play a cupcake on your homecoming. But uh, everybody thought that Tennessee would play better. They only won 14-3. to three. Uh, Tennessee's offense was terrible. Um, had some – only had one offensive touchdown. The other touchdown came on a punt return. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are down on Jarrett Garantano um, saying that – they need to put in Keller Christ, but it's not Garantano's fault. I mean, this offensive line is horrid, okay? They can't run the ball, and they only ran for 20 yards total against Charlotte. Now, Charlotte is a pretty decent run defensive team, run-stopping team, but still, they haven't been able to really consistently run the ball all season long. Ty Chandler only had two carries. He's kind of banged up. They didn't have their whole complement of players. Um, Jawan Jennings only played a couple of snaps. He's hurt. Um, but they're both going to play against Kentucky. Um, so Tennessee's going to have its full offense. But Jeremy Pruitt just said, you know, during the game, he he took out two of the starters on his offensive line and put in two other guys. I mean, some of these guys are – Small. That's all. I'm, that's all I can say. I don't know. They look like they're freshman tight ends when they're actually juniors. Um, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but some of these guys are just, you know, they don't look like offensive linemen. Um, that's something that's going to have to be done over time at, and recruiting. Um, you know, this and 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 weight and strength and conditioning. But uh, if their offensive line plays bad. Because Kentucky's got a pretty decent defense. Tennessee's in trouble. Um, but Tennessee's got a decent passing game. So if they can protect Garantano just for a little bit, uh, you know, I don't, I like Garantano. I'm not one of those who says that Chris needs to come in. But uh, I think one of the things that Garantano does is that he gets hit a lot and he gets sacked a lot. Um, but some of it's his fault. He does hold on to the ball quite a bit. Long than he's you know, longer than he should, 
Um, I don't know why. He's getting better. His stats are pretty good. He doesn't throw – he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't throw it to the other team. He's only had a couple of interceptions this season. So, you know, he's he's a good quarterback. He's growing. He's only a redshirt sophomore. So, um, you know, I, I expect him to, to keep being the starter unless he's hurt, and I think he'll get better and better. Um, you know, Tennessee needs to win two of these last three games. They have Kentucky this week. Missouri next week, and then Vanderbilt. They've got to win two of these three to go to a bowl to get to six and six. Uh, it'd be great if they won out. Seven and five would be a great opening season for Jeremy Pruitt. Um, you know, I don't know. It, it all depends on – my pick depends on Kentucky's attitude when coming off the bus. If they come off the bus angry and, like, you know, we've got something to prove, Tennessee's in trouble. If they get off the bus and they're just like, oh, here we are, it's Tennessee, we should have won the East, we should have beaten Georgia, you know, Tennessee sucks, we, sh- you know, we should beat them pretty handily. And Tennessee can surprise. I think that's what, that's what happened against Auburn. I think Auburn, I think Tennessee went down to Auburn and Auburn said, you know what, this is a Tennessee team we should just crush. Tennessee kind of punched them in the face and Auburn never, never got off the mat. So... My pick's going to be Kentucky over Tennessee. Um, I hate to say it. I hate to do that. I just think t- Kentucky's going to come off that bus with, with that attitude of, like, hey, we've got something to prove. This game's always a tough game. Um, even when it's reversed, when Tennessee's good and Kentucky's not, it's always a close game. It's never a, it's, hard, it's rarely a blowout. I'm not going to say never a blowout. It's rarely a blowout. Um. But I think Kentucky takes care of business. I think they cover the spread, and I think they, uh, I think both teams together score over forty-one points. So take the spread and take Kentucky and the points, and take the over in this game. All right, the next game I'm going to be analyzing here is uh, going to step out of the SEC. Um, I'm going to go with the Big Ten a matchup between Ohio State and Michigan State. This game comes on. It's a morning game here in Nashville anyway. Uh, It's 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. It's on Fox. Uh, Right now the line is Ohio State by 3.5 with the over-under at 50.5. This game is going to be played in Spartan Stadium in East Lansing, Michigan, Um, where Ohio State hasn't lost in Spartan Stadium since 1999. So they got a little streak on their streak there of their own against Michigan State. Uh, you know, it's the Big Ten. The Big Ten this year is crazy. I mean, Wisconsin was supposed to be good. You know, where did Northwestern come from? Um, Ohio State. You know, people say Ohio State sucks. They did get beat by an unranked Purdue team pretty handily, but that happens every year. You know, Ohio State if they went out. They're going to be in the college football playoff talk. I mean, they have to beat Michigan probably twice or at least – well, no, not twice, but they'll have to beat Michigan and then beat whoever in the uh, Big Ten championship game. If they did that, though, with only one loss, they'll still be in the in the mix. It just depends on how the committee takes that one loss to that uh, unranked team. But anyway, back to this game. Um Michigan State's going to start their uh, quarterback, Brian Lewerke. Uh, he had 
been out um, last week, and Rocky Lombardi came in, their backup quarterback, and, and led the Spartans to a victory over Purdue. Um, but uh, Mark D'Antonio, I think that's his name, or D'Antoni, uh, he's he went back to his main starter of the worky. And so he said, that's our quarterback. I'm going to stick with him. He's had a good year. So that's that's going to be that's going to be their quarterback. You know, they Michigan State still has a lot to play for. If they win out, they would uh, they could wind up in the Rose Bowl. They're two games behind Michigan right now, um, and they can't make it to the Big Ten championship. They're kind of eliminated from that, but they still could make the Rose Bowl if some things happen. They'd they'd have to win out. Um, some other things would have to happen. Michigan would probably have to go to the the college football playoff, but uh, they could still make the Rose Bowl, which is incredible. But, uh, you know, it, it can happen. This is a, one of those Big Ten matchups. I expect it to be uh, <laughs> like every Big Ten matchup in October and November. You'd think it'd be cloudy and overcast and spitting snow or anything, something like that. You know, Ohio State, God, you know, I'm not a fan. I don't like uh, Urban Meyer one bit. Um but, uh, you know, there's stories that he's going to retire after the season. Um, you know, for people who don't like him, they're saying, you know, it's because Michigan's catching up to him and he didn't want to take, he didn't want to take that. Kind of like he did at Florida. Um, took Florida to two national championships and all of a sudden here comes Nick Saban in Alabama and starts beating him and he's like, oh, health reasons. Oh, I'm, I don't, I got to be with my family. You know, you thought the guy would never coach again. He takes one year off, and the year he was off, he stays. In, he's on TV at for ESPN, and then he gets the Ohio State job. So, kind of sounds like what's happening now. He knows that Harbaugh is uh, catching up to him, and uh, I think here's my prediction on that. And I'll get back to the game here in just a second. But if Michigan beats Ohio State, Urban's gone. If Ohio State beats Michigan, it's in Columbus, so they have a good chance. But if if Ohio State beats Michigan this year, then I think he stays. But, uh, again, I'm not a fan. I'd like to see him – I don't if he leaves, I'd like to see him stay gone. And if he stays, I'd like to see him get beat. So, anyway, that's just my opinion on that game. Michigan State, um, I think they got a puncher's chance in this one. Um, You know – but in order to they, – they have to stop the run. Um, they have to stop Ohio State's run and make uh, Dwayne Haskins, their court, the Ohio State quarterback, throw the ball, even though he does have over 3,000 yards and 32 touchdowns. Um, they got a pretty good running game too, Ohio State does. But Michigan's only Michigan State's only allowing 71.7 yards per game this season. So if they can stop the run and, and put it all on Haskins' hands, then uh, – you know, they got a chance. And that's a, not an easy place to play, and especially in this kind of weather. I know it's Big Ten. Everybody's used to being cold, but, uh, you know, you never know what can happen. So my pick for this game, even though it's in Michigan State, it's in East Lansing, I think Ohio State takes it. I'm going to say Ohio State by 10. Um, they're going to take the points in Ohio State. It's only three and a half. So take Ohio State and the points, but take the under. Uh, 15 and a half and for that kind of game. I think it's going to be low scoring. So I would take, I'm going to take Ohio State and the under.
All right. And my last pick, my last analysis that I'm going to do, um, I've got a few more picks after I talk about this last game that I'm going to give to you. Um, but uh, my last one, I'm going to step back into the SEC and I'm going to take, talk about, I'm sorry, the Alabama Crimson Tide versus the Mississippi State Bulldogs. This is a 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time game from on CBS. Oh, here we go again. Bama favored by 23 and a half with the over-under being 52 and a half. Um, you know, I, there's not a lot to say about this game. I mean, everybody knows what Bama has and what Bama is and everything else. But, uh, you know, they're looking to go 10 and 0 and stay on top of the college football playoff rankings. Um, I don't see, you know, I don't see why they – why anybody else would have them any lower than number one. But, um, you know, it's here we go again. It's Bama. They're always on top. But I really do believe this Bama team's different than all the other ones that Nick Saban's had. I really think they're the best team that he's had since he's ever coached anywhere. And I think they're one of the best teams in college football history. Um you know, it's just – it's incredible. And I – believe me, this is coming from a Tennessee fan, and I really, really, really dislike Alabama. But uh, you got to respect it. I mean, I don't know if they're cheating. I don't know what they're doing. You know, it, five years from now, we might find out that all this was being paid for and, you know, there might be some crazy cover-up going on right now. But for right now, they're the best team. They got the best players. I mean, they have – you know, five-star running backs that sit for two years until they start. You know, who does that? Who can get those? I mean, Nick Saban and his staff recruit better than anybody else in this country. I mean, it's hard enough to get a five-star to come to your school and start him. But they, they have five-stars sitting on the bench and four-stars. So if, if a five-star player of theirs gets hurt, guess what? There's another five-star player waiting to take his place, and he's probably just as good, if not better. So, you know, it's Alabama. It's it's what it is. Um, but you know, Mississippi State comes in this game ranked number sixteen. Their their season's turned around. Their new coach Joe Moorhead has done an excellent job with the Bulldogs. They kind of had a slip up uh, the first of the season. Everybody was thinking, "Uh oh, here we go again." Mississippi State going to screw it up, but. They've kind of turned it around. Uh, everybody was wanting to bench their quarterback, Nick Fitzgerald, but it seems like he's turned his game up. He's more of a runner than a passer, but he's good at it. He can run. He's not the fastest thing on two feet, but he can run. Um, the bad thing is he's playing against Bama. <laughs> so, you know, it's – the way I'm talking, you kind of under, you kind of know who I'm going to choose – who I'm going to choose to win. But, you know, this is still a good game. I mean, it's two ranked teams. It's the SEC. You never know what can happen. I mean, you know, Bama's got to be a little bit careful. I mean, Tua, their quarterback, Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, um, he's got a, a bum knee. It's a sore. And you could tell against the LSU game, he kind of tweaked it again. And uh, Jalen Hurts, the backup, uh, is questionable with an ankle injury. So they'd have to go to their third-string quarterback, which came in one play <laughs> against LSU um, last or two couple weeks ago. But, 
or last week. I can't remember. It, they're Alabama games. They all run together. But, uh, you know, I I don't know. I, you, you'd think if they get a big enough lead that Saban would just put in the third-string quarterback and just go. I mean, do you have to win every game by 50? You still might do it with your third-string quarterback in there. But uh, they got a great stable of running backs at Alabama. Um, and – Great wide receivers. Jerry Judy is a great, great wide receiver. Um, so they're they're stacked. That's all I can say. Um, Mississippi State does have you know one of the best defenses in the league, but I don't think it's going to matter. You know, uh, Bama's going to make Nick uh, Fitzgerald throw the ball, which I don't know that he can do very effectively. I mean, he'll try to run it a few times. He might get a he might get off a few good runs, but I don't uh I don't know. I just don't see it happening. I, I'm I'm gonna take Bama in the points. Um I'm gonna say they are gonna cover the twenty three and a half and I would think that I would take the over. Uh fifty two and a half. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Bama in the points and the and the over in this one. All right, now the got a few more games for the college weekend that I'm going to pick uh, real quick. I'm not really going to talk about them, but I'm just going to pick them for you. Um, I've got Georgia over Auburn, Clemson over Boston College, Notre Dame over Florida State, but watch that one. Ian Book, Notre Dame's quarterback, is out. I know Florida State hasn't been playing good this year, but that could be something to watch. So just I'm still taking Notre Dame, but just watch that game carefully. Oklahoma over Oklahoma State in the Bedlam game. And I'm going to take Florida over South Carolina. So, to recap all the picks for college football, I've got Kentucky over Tennessee, Ohio State over Michigan State, Alabama over Mississippi State, and then my winners are Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and Florida. That's going to wrap it up for the college football games this week. I'm going to come back and give you some picks for pro football games this week. And I'll be back in just a moment. Thank you. All right. Willie back with uh, this week's NFL picks. I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven games I'm going to pick for you. I'm not going to talk a lot about these games. Um just not a very good NFL week again, so I'm going to just give you a brief rundown of a few games and then pick four more after that. The first one I'm going to do is my Oakland Raiders versus the L.A. Chargers. <laughs> There's not much to say about this game. The Chargers are picked by 10. The over-under is 50. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's at Oakland, which I guess if, you know, if, if there was any saving grace for the Raiders, it would be it's at home. Um, the Raiders have pretty much quit on the season. Um, they released uh, Irvin, their linebacker. Their he was, uh, uh, you know, he was a veteran linebacker, Bruce Irvin. Um, they released him last week after the game, and he's now been re-signed by the Falcons. So, and he's he said it was he was he's free. <laughs> That's the latest news. But, uh, you know, the Raiders, just tank, baby, just tank. 
Um, they're wanting to get that first pick. Hopefully Dallas will lose too. So what, we got three picks in the first round this year. So so you know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick the Chargers. I think they're going to cover, and I think they're going to – but I think they're going to take the under. I'd say uh, – it's going to be like 42 to 0, 42 to 3, something like that, 38 to 3. Um, so, but anyway, I'm taking the Chargers um, and the under. The next game I'm going to talk about is uh, New Orleans Saints versus Cincinnati Bengals. This is in uh, Cincinnati. Um, this is Des Bryant's first game with the Saints. He got signed uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of this past of this week. Um, so it'll be his first game. It'll be exciting to see him in a different uniform. He's kind of strange. He is wearing number 88 for the Saints. Um, but it is outdoors, and it is in Cincinnati, so it's supposed to be pretty cold. So weather's probably going to be a factor. Um, I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take New Orleans. Um, they're picked by five and a half, and the over-under is 54. Um, I'm going to say New Orleans covers, but take the under in this one. The next game I'm going to pick, uh, talk about, is the New England Patriots versus the Tennessee Titans. That one's here in Nashville at Nissan Stadium at noon. Uh, New England's favored by six and a half, and the over-under is 47. Um, Tennessee's coming off that pretty big win on Monday night uh, against Dallas, at Dallas. Uh, So it was a pretty good win. Got them back to 500 at four and four. But it's a short week, and they're playing the Patriots. Um, the Patriots are looking for their seventh straight win or eighth straight win. So, and the Titans hadn't had a very good history against the Patriots lately. So, um, gonna be gonna be hard for the Titans. They can do it. It's the NFL. Anybody can win at any time. So, you know, you you never know with the NFL. But um, I think just. Looking at the two teams, I think it, New England's a lot better team. Um, so my pick on that one's New England. I'm going to have take them, and they're going to cover, and I think they'll take the over in this one too. So I, so New England by over the six and a half and over the forty seven points. Now my other picks that I have for the rest of the NFL, I've got the Rams over the Seahawks, the Eagles over the Cowboys. The Colts over the Jaguars and the Bears over the Lions. All right. Well, that's it for my picks this week, for both college and pro. I hope uh, hope you if you if you are a betting person, which I am not, but if you are a better, um, I hope these work out for you. If you take my advice, um, if you don't, then more power to you. If you if you uh, Take my advice and lose. <laughs> Don't come find me. <laughs> it's not my fault, I promise. Um, but, no, I'm not a betting guy, but I do like to pick the game, see who's going to win. Um, you know, it's it's fun. So I think, uh, I think I got some pretty good games in there. There are some pretty good games in college this week. Um, next week's going to be kind of uh, – Kind of a boring week because you got a lot of cupcakes playing the big teams. But uh, uh, pro football, you never know. It just depends on who wins, who loses, and what what you get for the weeks. So, uh, you know, this week's kind of a down week as far as there's a couple rivalry games, but nothing, nothing real big. So that's it. I appreciate you listening to the show this week. Um, so anything you can do to uh, – 
to help out and listen to High on Sports and uh, listen to the contact buzz here, you can find it on the High on Sports channel on SoundCloud and iTunes podcast, or you can go to our website at www.highonsports.org. Um, all these shows that we have, all the, the episodes for High on Sports are, li- are on there. You can listen right from the website. And also all the episodes of the Contact Buzz, all the takes. Again, this is take five. Um, you can listen to on from High on Sports. There is a Contact Buzz page on our website. Um, so, yeah, if you have the time, give us a, a listen. Uh, give me a listen on the Contact Buzz. And uh, and if you have time, if you're listening to this show on, on iTunes, uh, give us a, a, a rating. Um, you know, put some stars next to us. We like to have some ratings. It just helps everybody to find find us, you know, on iTunes and things like that. So, uh, you know, give us a rating and uh, give us some feedback on our website. There's a place out at the bottom of the homepage that you can type in some stuff, tell us that we suck, tell us how you, how you like the show and what you'd like to hear and what we what you'd like to hear us talk about. Now, we talk about a lot more than just football and high on sports. We talk about a lot of other things, soccer, baseball, a lot of the big stories. We just like to have fun, be goofy about it. So, um, But I appreciate you listening to me. This is Willie, and I'm going to be done for this week. Uh, in the meantime, until next week, know your limit. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>